More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Twitter is a crime scene, not my words, but the words of the guy who just bought it, Elon Musk, as he continues to expose what was happening behind the scenes. Twitter exposed in a very big, big way. Now Democrats are concerned this could turn into an issue. There were censor-happy executives that used tools to suppress conservative news, conservative organizations, and conservative commentators, as well as possibly politicians. We also know that Twitter met with federal agencies amid the Hunter Biden laptop scandal and allowed the FBI to actually report tweets to Twitter. Leftist executives blacklisted and twisted rules, made up rules, and admitted that there were some people that didn't even commit terms of service issues on Twitter that still got silenced and censored, including Donald Trump. The fourth part of the Twitter file series was published Saturday night by a journalist by the name of Michael Salenberger, outlining how Twitter executives twisted the platform's rules with the intention of blacklisting former President Donald Trump on January the 7th of 2020. In a recently published thread, the journalist outlined the fourth release of the Twitter file series detailing the internal workings at Twitter and conversations between executives ahead of the banning of former President Donald Trump. Michael wrote, the removal of Donald Trump on January the 7th, as the pressure builds, Twitter executives build the case for a permanent ban making it clear that this is what they were going to do all along. The journalist states that following the events of the U.S. Capitol on January the 6th, Twitter faced immense pressure to ban President Trump, with many claiming they needed to ban Trump, quote, for safety reasons during the time. Then CEO Jack Dorsey was on vacation and appeared to delegate much of the decision-making to other top executives, including the global head of trust and safety, Yul Roth, and the head of legal policy and trust, the platform censorship queen. After the events of January the 6th, the internal and external pressure on the CEO grew. In fact, even former First Lady Michelle Obama, we now know, got in on the action. Yes, including tech journalists, high-tech VCs, and many others who were calling on Twitter to permanently ban Donald Trump. Dorsey, again, on vacation, 
the week of January the 4th through the 8th. He phoned into meetings, but also delegated much of the handling of the situation to the senior executives who ran with it. On January the 7th, Dorsey emailed employees saying that the platform must remain consistent in its policies, quote, including allowing users to return to the platform following temporary bans. Roth reassured an employee that people who care about this aren't happy with where we are. Roth later excited DM'd colleagues stating, guess what? Jack just approved repeat offender for civic integrity. This would allow Twitter to create a system where five violations of rules would result in a permanent suspension. Now, before I get into more of this story, I want to say thank you and tell you about our good friends at TurtleBox. It is the loudest, truly portable Bluetooth speaker on the market. And this is a gift for anybody that loves to tailgate, loves to be outside, loves to go to sporting events. If you have kids on sporting teams, you will love this speaker. And if you want to have a gift that you know will be used for years to come, you need to check out TurtleBox. I've got one. It is awesome. And it is truly portable, waterproof speaker, the loudest on the market. You need to check them out. Go to TurtleBoxAudio.com, all right, slash Ben, TurtleBoxAudio.com slash Ben. You'll also get $20 off when you use my promo code at checkout, which will save you money. Go to TurtleBoxAudio.com slash Ben to get the ultimate Christmas gift for any outdoorsman or anybody in your life that loves music outside that's truly portable audio. TurtleBoxAudio.com slash Ben. Now, on January the 7th, Jack emails employees saying Twitter needs to remain consistent. But after that, Yo Ross says Jack emails have been fine. But ultimately, I think people want to hear from us or someone closer to the specifics of this who can reassure them that that people who care about this are thinking deeply about these problems and aren't happy with where we are. A few engineers have reached out to me directly about it, and I'm chatting, Yoel Roth writes, with them, but it's so clear they just want to know what that, someone is doing something about this, and and it's not that we're ignoring the issues here. Another said, I think there's also an opportunity here to help people understand that While it seems obvious and simple that we should do something, it's an opportunity for us to talk about permanent bans of personal accounts. Quote, we can't afford to take that immediate action without first playing the movie out and anticipating all the other things that can happen and then figure out the plans for those possible scenarios. Example, if we suspend a personal account and he posts the same thing on the official government account, referring to Donald Trump, do we suspend that too? People can be forgiven for not thinking beyond the thing that's immediately in front of them. But Jack, Vijaya, Dell, you don't have the luxury of just pulling the trigger without thinking things through. We tell them repeatedly that people are on it. And people are working on it, and they're scratching their heads wondering how hard can it be to decide if this single account is in violation, quote-unquote. Around 11.30 a.m., Roth DMs his colleagues with the news that he's excited to share. Guess what? He writes, Jack disapproved repeat offenders for civic integrity. 
The new approach would create a system where five strikes means you get a permanent suspension. All caps, guess what? He goes on to say, directional approach would be something like labels which are severe enough to result in disabled engagements incurred, incur strikes. Strikes, number one, label only strike. Label only strike three. Label 12 plus hour timeout. Strike four. Label plus seven day timeout. Strike five, permanent suspension. They're getting excited because now they have a pathway to getting rid of anyone they don't like. Then... We got an a, a internal message that says progress, exclaims a member of Ross Truffin's safety team. The exchange between Roth and his colleagues make it clear that they've been pushing Jack Dorsey for greater restrictions on the speech Twitter allows around elections. The colleagues then went on to say, we want to know if the decision means Trump can finally be banned. The person asked, does that, does the incitement to violence and aspect change that calculus? Ross says it doesn't. Trump continues to just have this one strike remaining. One strike remaining, and you didn't even know about the other ones. Ross colleagues quietly talk about this and keep talking about the incitement of violence heavily foreshadows what will happen the following day. And then on January the 8th, Twitter announces that permanent ban on Donald Trump due to the risk of further incitement of violence. Twitter says that its ban is based on specifically, quote, how Trump tweets are being received and, quote, interpreted. But in 2019, Twitter said it did not attempt to determine all potential interpretations of the content or its intent. The only serious concern we found expressed within Twitter over the implications for free speech and democracy of banning Trump came from a junior person in the organization. It was tucked away in a lower-level Slack channel known as Site Integrity Auto. The person said, quote, this might be an unpopular opinion, but one staff ad hoc decisions like this that don't appear rooted in policy are IMHO, slippery slope, and reflect an alternately, alternatively equally dictatorial problem. This now appears to be a fiat by an online platform CEO with a global presence that can gatekeep speech for the entire world, which seems unsustainable, the person wrote in the Slack. Yes, might be unpopular. Very clearly, it was dictator and tyrant-esque focus on silencing free speech at Twitter as long as you were on the right. It's not a conspiracy theory. It happened, it was real, and it was happening all the time. Now, before I get into more of that, I want to tell you about our friends over at Patriot Mobile real quick. You may see a lot of bait-and-switch offers for free phones, free iPhones. Well, they're usually too good to be true, just like freedom itself. Nothing is free. Mobile phone companies not only lock you into long-term contracts, but they also build the price of the phone into your bill with hidden fees. With Patriot Mobile, they can show you how to get that same iPhone interest-free without the games and no contract at Patriot Mobile. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. They offer nationwide coverage on the best 4G and 5G networks because they use the same towers as the major carrier that you're probably on right now. So if you want to get great service and you want to know you're working with a company that supports conservative causes, 
that every month when you pay your bill, they actually take a portion of your bill and they give it back to causes like First and Second Amendment issues and the right to life as well as adoptions, then you need to check out Patriot Mobile. Go to patriotmobile.com slash Ferguson or call their 100% U.S.-based customer service team. 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT. You'll get free activation today with the offer code FERGUSON plus other great savings. PatriotMobile.com slash Ferguson or 972-PATRIOT. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. I want to let you hear something else real quick, and that deals with Kevin McCarthy. Kevin McCarthy was asked about the 51 Intel agents. You may remember they came out in the wake of the Hunter Biden files. Those 51 agents signed that letter telling the world that they believe that the Hunter Biden laptop story had, quote, all the markings of Russian disinformation. In other words, don't believe the story. Stories should never be believed. This story is crap. This story is a story that no one should look at and take it seriously. This story was made up and created by the Russians to influence our elections. 51 of them decided it was a good idea to do this, folks. 51 of them? 51 of them did this. Yeah, it's a problem. Makes me angry, by the way. Why did they do this? When they knew that they were lying to the American people? They knew it, folks. They knew they were lying to the American people. Listen to what Kevin McCarthy had to say about moving forward with Republicans in the House if he's a speaker. Speaker of the House, Kevin McCarthy, last question. We saw the revelations coming out of Twitter as Elon Musk is unmasking the corruption that existed there and the denials that they testified about. So for you personally, you have another move you want to make. Not only do we want to hear from the former executives at Twitter and maybe the other entities, you have something else you want to say. Yeah, I do, because this is egregious what we're finding. They shouldn't have Section 230 to start out with. But we also have to go further. What did Facebook and Google do as well? Because they became an arm of the Democratic Party and the arm of, of government. But what difference we're going to do, those 51 intel agents that signed a letter that said the Hunter Biden information was all wrong, was Russia collusion, many of them have a security clearance. We're going to bring them before committee. I'm going to have them have a hearing bring them and subpoena them before committee. Why did they sign it? Why did they lie to the American public? A clapper, a Brennan. Why did you use the reputation that America was able to give to you, more information, but use it for a political purpose and lie to the American public? It's exactly what Adam Schiff has done to us, and this has got to stop. You deserve to be speaker. I hope you get the votes. Thanks so much for joining us. Appreciate it, Kevin McCarthy. Uh, Again, he's up and trying to deal with this, right? trying to decide how this is going to work but he's making it clear hey i'm not backing down we're going to keep moving forward we're going to ask these people we're going to force them to come in we're going to force them to answer questions about 
what you guys knew and when did you know it? Because if you had this top secret clearance, you knew that the Hunter Biden laptop wasn't a lie. You knew the Hunter Biden laptop was not just kind of real. It was extremely real. You knew that that laptop was authentic. You knew that the information in it was information that had already been verified as being legitimate by the FBI. In fact, you knew there was a cover-up. You knew that the people of the FBI that had this laptop buried the laptop so that it wouldn't see the light of day. And you knew the reason why that was happening is because you were terrified that if it came out and you said it was real, that Joe Biden wouldn't win the election, that it would guarantee Donald Trump another four years. And so 51 different people in the intel community all came out and they all signed this letter and they all did it on purpose. They should testify on all of this. They will testify. Two different representatives have now issued an ultimatum to Twitter employees who censored the Hunter Biden laptop story. James Comer and Jim Jordan spoke earlier this week with Sean Hannity about this issue, saying we're going to hold them accountable as well. Take a listen. With you, now that we know the FBI had this laptop for 11 months, there are, there's low-hanging fruit crimes, but that's not the big one. The, you said when you made your announcement about your investigation, this is an investigation into the president of the United States. That laptop implicates Joe Biden. We have photographs that prove that he was uh, with Hunter and his foreign business associates. We know that he went and attended meetings with foreign business associates and Hunter. We know Hunter bitches and moans and groans and complains. He's paying dad or pops all this money. So the question here is, is this the biggest influence peddling scandal Congress is investigating? Absolutely. Uh, there's nothing like it in the history of America. We've never had a family that has influence peddled to this degree. And if you look at the, the whole purpose of what we're talking about today, it's because this investigation of the Biden family influence peddling, the evidence is based a lot in part with what the documents are and the data is on the laptop. So, Sean, I'm breaking on your show tonight based on the internal documents that Elon Musk released this weekend. The Oversight Committee will be sending a letter tomorrow morning to the three Twitter employees, Ms. Gaddy, uh, Roth, and Baker, that were implicated in the cover-up of the laptop story, three letters uh, requesting their presence in front of the Oversight Committee in January. But, but wasn't the FBI putting pressure on big tech companies? Oh, you, you, Absolutely. you're going to try. Go ahead, sir. Right. And, and what what we're going to ask them is who was influencing your decision making? Did you do this unilaterally? Or did you do this based on uh, what you were told from the Biden campaign, from the Democrat National Committee, or even worse, and as I suspect, from the FBI? This is going to be an opportunity for the American people to hear directly from the three Twitter employees implicated in the data release that, that uh, Elon Musk just dumped this weekend. So uh, they're going to have a few weeks to get their stories straight, and they're going to be able to come under oath in front of the House Oversight Committee and tell the American people what really happened and why. Why were they so intent on suppressing this story? Jim Comer will give you... By the way, we know why they were so intent on suppressing this story. Because they knew how damning it was to everyone involved. That's why they did it. It's the only reason why they did it. 
It was so damning. It was it, it was a it was a story that you could not overcome. It was a story that was going to ruin you. It was a story that you had to silence and suppress because if you didn't, the other guy was going to win. Now, I got to go back to, and, and, and remind you of one thing. They impeached, and the intelligence community allowed for the impeachment of a president of the United States of America, Donald Trump, based on data and based on information the entire time that they knew was a lie. They knew when he was being impeached, when they were trying to overthrow the will of the people. They knew that the entire thing was crap. They had already classified it as user-generated information. They knew that it came from the Hillary Clinton campaign and from the Democratic National Committee. They allowed the information to be used to try to overthrow the will of, of more than 50% of the American population, and they watched it in the intelligence community after they had already classified it and knew who brought it up, who brought it in, and who had all this data there. They knew it the entire time, folks, and they loved every minute of it. Why would anyone be shocked that they were trying to destroy each and every conservative who had a significant audience on social media platforms? And I have no doubt that this is exactly what was going on. I have no doubt. At Facebook, probably right now as we speak, and Google as we speak, and YouTube as we speak. I have no doubt that this is happening Anywhere they can silence. I'll, go, I'll, I'll give you a great example. The Republican National Committee came out several months ago, and we, we exposed it on the show and on my podcast, that about 90% of fundraising emails were going to spam at Gmail accounts. The majority of Americans have Gmail accounts. And 90% of Democratic fundraising emails actually went into the main mailboxes and were seen by recipients. How much money... And how many get-out-the-vote efforts disappeared? How much money did the Democrats raise because their emails were being seen and the Republican emails were not? They were going to spam. These are all of the things that were actually happening. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. How bad was it? It's so bad that the GOP announced in late October that they are suing Google, claiming their campaign emails are being sent on purpose to spam. The Republican National Committee filed a lawsuit going after Google for allegedly sending its campaign emails to people's spam folders. The RMC filed a lawsuit in federal court in California on Friday. This is coming from CBS News, by the way. That Google is unlawfully discriminating against the Republican National Committee, the RNC, by throttling its email messages because of the RNC's political affiliation and views. Google has regulated millions and millions of RNC emails 
in mass to potential donors and supporters spam folders during pivotal points in election fundraising and community building. The timing of Google's most egregious filtering is particularly damning, the RNC said in the lawsuit. CNN reported back in August that federal election regulators voted to allow Google to proceed with a plan to make it easier for campaign emails to bypass spam filters. Google's pilot program changed, changes the filters for political emails, allowing them to bypass the company's algorithm for sorting emails into spam. Instead, political emails will land in spam folders only if users take action to mark them as spam. This is how they're trying to cover their AWS. The fact was the damage had already been done. The proposal to run a, quote, pilot project came after intense Republican criticism that spam filters were biased against conservative. A charge, of course, the check the tech giant denied the same way that Twitter said we don't shadow ban people. The CEO, Jack Dorsey, has said that over and over again. We know he did. We know it from all their internal documents now. In a sign of public disgust with spam, the Federal Election Commission received thousands of public comments urging it to deny the request. But a majority of the six-member commission decided that Google's project did not constitute an improper in-kind political contribution that would violate federal campaign finance laws. The RNC says, uh-uh. The discrimination has been ongoing for about 10 months, despite the RNC's best efforts to work with Google. In fact, throughout the 2022 Cycle, the RNC has engaged with Google month after month to obtain an explanation and a solution. The RNC said in a lawsuit, but every explanation has been refuted and every solution has failed. Google continues to suppress the RNC's emails, and now Google has fallen silent, refusing to discuss the issue further. The only reasonable inference is that Google is intentionally sending critical RNC emails to the spam folder because it's the RNC sending them. They're all doing it, folks. It's not just Twitter. It's Facebook. It's YouTube. It's Google. They're all doing it. And as long as they control big tech, I think they assume they continue. They can continue to do it. This whole thing. It's not just prominent names, by the way, being censored by Twitter. There's others, apparently, that are being suppressed as well. Now, before I get into more of this story, I want to say thank you and tell you about our good friends at Legacy Precious Metals. Without them, this show wouldn't be possible. And if you have not looked at gold and silver as a way to protect your hard-earned dollars against what's happening on Wall Street with inflation, it's time for you to call them and get the free investor's guide. Why? Because so many around the world are now using gold and silver, and historically they have for decades as a protection, a hedge against inflation, which is exactly what we're dealing with right now. If you're terrified to look at your retirement account, your 401k statement because of what's happening on Wall Street, that's all the more reason why you should call and get the investor's guide in gold and silver. Protect your hard-earned money and diversify. Call them and get the free investor's guide from Legacy Precious Metals. 1-866-751-2218. 1-866-751-2218 or online at Legacy pminvestments.com. The media reporter, Joe Concha at Fox News, had this to say about the silencing of people that had important emails that went viral or say important tweets that went viral. Take a listen. 
conservative speak speeches and, and conservative free free speech is something that it should be something that the free press should embrace, right? And instead, they seem to be advocating the fact that people are being blacklisted at this point. And not just, to your point, not just Dan Bongino, who is a prominent podcaster and, and host on this network, or the libs of TikTok, uh, who are also blacklisted and, and their speech suppressed. It's all the other people out there that would say, hey, I feel like my tweets aren't getting the traction that they right. used to. Why is that? Why am I being suppressed? Yeah. So, yes, it's not just the prominent names. It's all the other people that may have a perspective on the way this country should be run or, or policies that they advocate. And, and that's the big problem right. here. And, and the thing is, it's not just social media, Tammy. It is traditional media that is working in lockstep with social media as far as suppressing this story now, right? ABC, NBC, CBS, CNN, NBC, the New York Times, the Washington Post. I went on their, their web pages before we came on here, and I have seen nothing in terms <laughs> of these document dumps, in terms of this right. fresh information, the receipts that we are seeing that this sort of censorship happened in the right. United States of America on Twitter, its most prominent well, yeah. social media platform, right. and, 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 and there's no reporting on it whatsoever. Right. No reporting on it whatsoever. Why? Because they all liked it. They were all in on it and they were all in favor of it. That's why. The only group in America that was systematically discriminated against by power structures in this country over the last two election cycles are number one, conservatives. Journalists who decide to speak up. Honest doctors, for example, that tried to speak up. Those that tried to actually say something important. Talk about this. They were the ones. Look at the doctors that were silenced we now know. And we're hearing that these Twitter drops five and six of these Twitter files are going to be even more damning. Are going to be even more eye-opening. Are going to be even more brutal because what we're being told now is that doctors who actually spoke up, experts that spoke up about the shutting down of businesses and shutting down of schools and had warnings or just asked basic questions. What we're being told now is they were silenced and shut down their reach or their accounts were shut down when it came to social media. In the United States of America, were we conspiracy theorists? No. When you go from, and I'll go back to my account, had a half a million active, engaged followers on Twitter, grand debates. Then all of a sudden, hundreds of thousands of my followers disappeared. Then all of a sudden, when I tweeted out, no one would see them. I would go from tweets that would have thousands of retweets and thousands of responses to one retweet, three likes. The big tree falls in the forest and no one's there. Did it actually happen? That is the question. And what social media and big tech said was, all you got to do, if you're in the Democratic Party or in the FBI, if you're in the deep state and you've got something you see on Twitter you don't like, or someone that's growing an audience by telling the truth. If Dr. Fauci saw someone who said something asking him a question or said an opinion who's an expert in infectious diseases 
and he didn't like it, they would reach out to big tech and just shut it down. They would just straight up silence it, folks. They would say, this is it. Goodbye. See you later. That's the reality of the situation. That's what actually happened. There's no conspiracy theory here. This is America under the Democrats and their regime and the big tech regime. This is what was happening with those in the media. And notice now how they're not touching the story. Google's doing it with your emails. Twitter and Facebook were doing it as well. YouTube is doing it with people that put up conservative content. We're supposed to be the freest country in the world. We're supposed to be the greatest country in the world. We're supposed to be a beacon of what freedom of speech looks like and feels like. That's what we're supposed to be. And in reality, Donald Trump and every single thing that he said about his being silenced, about him being censored, about the system being rigged, he was right on all of it. About being spied on, about the swamp, about the deep state. He was right on all of it. Never forget, Kaylee McEnany's personal account was shut down on Twitter. Why? We know this now. Because Democrats said so. Donald Trump loses Twitter account. Why? Because Michelle Obama says do it. That's why. That's why all of this happened. Every single bit of it was because of what I just said. We're going to cover this all week on our podcasts. So make sure you hit that subscribe, auto-download button on our podcast. Download the Ben Ferguson podcast. Share it with your family and your friends. And I'll see you back here tomorrow. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to 4, that's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to 4patriots.com slash Ben. That's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.